welcome to WTS podcast. We are on a mission to amplify women in the SEO industry. Hello everyone, this is Iselin Mühlhauser and today I have a very special guest with me, Priti Gupta. Do you wonder how to start freelancing as an SEO or is that something you have in mind to start doing at some point in your career? This is excellent because today Pretty is here and she's sharing her mistakes and what she would do differently. This is the story that Pretty is sharing today. Welcome, welcome. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. Oh, this is our pleasure. This is really my pleasure to have you. We love this kind of talk, you know, based on experience where you can share something um, that you've done and that you can say, okay, no, this was not good and this is how you can do it. So thank you for, for being so authentic and proposing this talk. Thank you. So you are an SEO consultant and founder of the website Pact.com. You offer 101 SEO coaching courses and you also share resources to learn SEO on LinkedIn and YouTube. Preparing this interview, you said that you fell in love with SEO in 2021 after you discovered how much of an impact search, search traffic can have for a business. And you started freelancing over a year ago. You said that you wanted to share the mistakes you, ma you made in your messaging, branding, and your website. And the thing is, when one starts freelancing, it's really hard to position as a business. So let's start straight ahead with the first thing that you would do differently. Okay, so the first thing I would do, like the first mistake or the thing I would do differently is that I... I didn't know what my offering was, okay, like when I was just starting my career, my freelance career. I didn't know what I was good at because I quit my uh, two-month job from this company and then I was like, okay, I just quit this job, but what should I do now? So like it took me, like I, it took me a while to understand that, okay, coaching and courses is something that I can do and I can, like I'm, I'm good at, but uh, in the starting, it was like, I just, I just copy pasted some consultants, uh, like the idea and the everything. And I put it on my website. And that was a huge mistake because at some time later, the consultant whom I copied from, they actually got to know that I copied their idea and their everything on my website. So that was a very uh, weird thing. And so like, it took me a while to understand that, okay. I have to do something different. And how did you choose that this is like, how did you choose that? Okay, what I'm offering is one-on-one -on -one SEO coaching courses and not SEO audit, content strategy or whatever. How, how did you choose this is what you want to do and not something else? Okay, so like I tried, I tried on uh, a lot of, uh, I tried a lot to get like consultancy and audit kind of clients because that's what I was offering back back then. And when I was talking with the clients, I was like, this is not something I want to do, right? Like the the talking with the clients and then try to like, try to get them to close the deal and everything. That sounds like very weird to me. And like, because I was feeling the same at my job. Like I was feeling like this is not something for me and I need to do something different. So 
when i was doing the consultancy and the like i took some clients but at the end i was not feeling you know content i was not feeling happy about it so i was like okay something needs to change like i need to change something So looking back uh, for someone in this situation, like looking back, what would you do differently instead of trying to offer everything? Because it seems a good deal to offer everything. And often as SEO consultants, we do a little bit of everything. So like, okay, I, I was also doing, like I was also in the same mindset that, okay, I, I can do everything. Like, you know, I, I can just do small bits of everything. But if I have to do like the same thing again, I would do like, I would just sit down and I will just try to understand, okay, here, this is my strength. This is my weakness. This is something I can do and I'm good at. And I, I remember that from the like very, very beginning when I was a younger like, I was a child, I used to love teaching and I used to love, you know, telling other people like, okay, this is how you can do things and, you know, just helping them basically. So this is, this was my trait. So that led me to understand that, okay, I can do coaching and I can just make this in a, in a better way. So if I were to do it, everything again, I would just sit down and just take some time, maybe take a month or something, but try to like nail down the offer, like what you do and what you should be known for. That is very important. How did it change your relation to your uh, leads and clients after you refined and chose your offering? This was this was very uh, weird because I didn't got a lot of clients when I was doing consulting, but uh, I got some. But like when they when they got to know that I like completely changed my offerings and everything, they were like, "Will you continue to do the things that you were doing with us?" You know. So, so this was something, uh, I was, I was like, okay, I can do for you because you are like, you are my client already, but I will not take any more clients for this particular service because this is not something I'm, I really feel happy about. And that's why, like I told them, okay, I can do it for you because you are my, you are my good client, but I will not do it like, for other clients. Excellent. Yeah. So the advice here would be really sitting down and thinking about the offering and what type of service want to offer. So let's switch to the next things you would do differently. Okay. So like the second thing that I like want to talk about is that I didn't like, besides from offering, like what's, what should buy my offer? The second thing is that If I'm offering consultancy or something, I didn't know how to price my services, how to like, how much should I charge? Should I like, am I overcharging? Am I undercharging? Or like where, if, even if I, even if I know how much to charge, I didn't know that where should, where are my ideal clients? Like, where should I go and find them? And like, how, and even if I find them, how do I approach them? Like, should I like do a, cold email or LinkedIn message or something or and if they accepted me they will like most of the consultants do a discovery call or something and now I didn't know like how to do like I'm I'm not the best at communication so like I didn't know like how to communicate with them and like it's not like you're talking with a friend right you're talking with a potential client and the the language that you use the the way that you speak everything matters 
and i didn't know that so like i was i was very uh, like very confused about that and like how to make contracts and how to like you, when you got the client what to do after like you you don't just go and start the seo thing right you just like you have to make contracts and everything so i didn't know any of that so because i was just doing like i was just thinking i was just focusing on the seo part that okay okay i know this i know this how to do like content and maybe links or maybe this thing but i didn't know the the business side of things the freelance the main things that are not related to seo I understand. So it means that as SEO, like you were thinking about your offering and things you know how to do as an SEO, but actually one has to think about these business sides and how is, is that like sales sides, how you present yourself face to face. And can you tell me more on how, what process did you use to define the price? Because this is very, very hard, like to know how much is a service worth or what one can ask of a service on a given market. Like, so what was your process to define this price? What did you look at? So like when, when I was doing this last year, it was just like, I looked at a bunch of like consultants already that are in like established consultants. And most of them don't really like share their price or like upward on their website. Most of them do like, you can contact me and I will give you a customized pricing. So that was very hard for me to understand like how much they are charging. Like I didn't know that. So, but a lot of people were uh, adding their hourly rates on their websites. And uh, that like helped me a lot to understand that, okay, if you are, if you have like, I don't know, like five or six years of experience, then people are charging like more than $700 or something for a, for a like hourly call or something. This is just a random number. It's not like, it's not the best, you know? So, so I was just taking these things into account and I was like, okay, I don't have a lot of experience in like handling clients and everything. So I was like, okay, I should start with something small. Okay. I, I should not charge too much because I was also afraid that if I charge too much, then I will not get any clients. So that was also something. I understand. So there was a like market research, basically, to position mm -hmm. yourself and mm -hmm. also some sort of a trial and error, you know, like mm -hmm. checking out. And so you mentioned just before that there was this whole communication aspect during the discovery call. How, how did you train to, to do that? Like, how did you train to present your offering, present yourself? Tell me more. Okay. So like I, I did like a lot of mistakes. So like when I was doing like my starting two, three calls, I, I just told them straight on their head. I was like, let me tell you, I don't know anything about freelancing. I just know SEO. And if, if I do something wrong, please don't like, please don't like say bad things about me or something like that. So the, a few of them were nice. So like, they were like, okay, okay, like we can, we can handle that. Okay. That you are, a, you are starting out and things. But like, I basically, I searched a lot on YouTube and like, uh, like took maybe like advice from people who are already doing it. So like there, there was this friend of mine. 
who like runs a web design agency and he he was something he was like the best person i could ever like get contacted with and he he like helped me a lot to understand that okay you need to actually learn how to communicate better and he suggested me like i was watching chris uh, chris dose videos on youtube like a lot like because he talks a lot about entrepreneurship and these kind of things and like how to how to talk to a client and things like that so i watched a lot of his videos and just it was just trial and error and things like that so like i even like i did something bad in this call and then i was like okay okay i need to fix it okay so this is something i can i can fix in my next call and i took notes for everything and then i was like okay i i need to work on it oh that's very interesting so i see lots of uh actually lots of strategizing like defining the offering doing some market search to understand like what can be the pricing and also i hear um self awareness because you actually took notes of your goals and like actively tried strategies and changing your way of communicating mm -hmm. this excellence but it's actually really hard to find the time to reflect on goals when you're trying to sell something how did you manage that that was something like i i tried to uh, maybe ask for their permission so like can i can i record their uh, meetings or can i like can i record their meetings so that i can like i'm just doing this for like my own understanding and my own so that i can improve myself oh excellent advice yes definitely useful to listen to oneself <laughs> like at another time <laughs> with uh, some distance you know yeah that's true that's true i i actually recorded a lot of calls and then i was like i did a lot of mistakes and i really need to fix them so i was like yeah excellent advice thanks for sharing and what would be your your third advice slash mistakes you'd like to share with us today okay so like if i were to do like this this thing like differently today so before jumping into like doing everything before jumping into actually talking with the client and like doing the things i would do something like actually understanding how businesses work and how i can like how to like talk to the clients and how to like make proposals like how to just to learn the things before jumping into taking freelance work so that that is something i would i would do so learning about the management side of the business and sort of contextual side right yes that's true that's true so like i need to i i have to like try to learn both side of things that even if you are the best at seo even if you know how to do seo i need to like learn the how to do the business side of things like that is very important yeah yeah excellent and what is the next thing okay so the next thing i think we are talking in an order so like how to how to make your offering and how to price things so the next thing that i want to talk about is the like how i was i was uh, like when i was starting i was targeting basically everyone i was it was very hard for me to understand that okay who who is my actual target audience and like whom should i target so i was i didn't know like okay you can you can serve a specific type of person and i was like 
in in order like i was very afraid that i will okay i i will not get my clients and everything and that's why i was targeting everyone and that made me like that made me feel like that i don't know anything about them because i don't know my target audience i don't know how to like target them why like because i share content on linkedin so like i was thinking of how can i target them but like i i didn't know who my audience was so like i was like i didn't know how to target them through content like what what kind of content should i write or what 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 words should i use in order to like get their attention and to see that okay i am i'm an expert in this thing or i know this thing or i can help you so that was uh, like a big mistake that i did which means that do you mean that it's better to target few people rather than a lot of people yeah that's uh, that is something that is true because uh if you're if you're targeting basically everyone that means that you're targeting no one you know like you have mm. to be specific like if, if if i have to say something to the like the upcoming freelancer then i will just tell you that okay you don't have to serve everybody even if you think that uh, that will like not make you get more clients it will actually get you more clients because you know the specific niche that you are targeting that specific segment that you are targeting so that's why like it is very important to target a specific kind of people rather than everyone which means that it's really choosing the offering and understanding the audience but in terms of timing would you say you sort of stopped like did did you stop the daily work to think about these strategies and organize everything or were you sort of doing everything side to sides what is the the most efficient there when you're starting as a freelancer okay so like when you when you my 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 timing was bad because i was doing everything like just on the same time and, and I, i didn't do anything right so like if i have to do everything again i would be like okay first you need to like okay you are doing your work right maybe you are like doing a job already and you're doing something else so you can take some time out of your schedule and you can just reflect on yourself okay like what is something that you can offer and like whom should i should you give services to so like define your target audience and define everything about uh, and how to like price your services how to make contracts and everything so that you have everything before you jump on a first call with the client i understand so it's really about being very clear with oneself what you're doing what you offer and how before you can actually explain it during a discovery call and then taking time to reflect on the discovery calls to to know what you can do better wow but congrats this sounds like so much work <laughs> <laughs> that's so true like even if you don't feel like it when you when you have actually done something like that you you will feel like okay okay that really take a lot of work to do yeah it's like one has different caps you're an seo you're a business manager um you were a salesperson and you have to do that all at once actually yeah that's true like i before before i started my career i was like okay i just need to do the seo work it's okay it's okay but but now that i realized it it was like if if you take the 100 total 100% in that you are only doing the seo work for maybe 40 or maybe 
45% or something, but the rest of it is related to the core business things that you have to do, like to manage the clients and to manage the team if you have one or something like that. So like that takes a lot of uh, understanding and self-understanding that, okay, okay, you can do this and like define processes and everything around it. Yeah, that's very interesting. And it actually echoes uh, something that another guest from the WTS podcast mentioned. Like SEO Joe Blogs also mentioned this thing that it's better not to book 100% time with clients' work because then you have no time to do other type of works necessary for the business. Do you have the same feeling? Yeah, that's true. That's actually true. Like it, if you if you actually give all of the time to the client's work, then you will not have the time to work on the business, and you don't have the time to work like for the business. Like you 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 will dedicate all of the time to like manage this one client, and you will not get time to like upskill yourself, and then you know work on the business. So like how you can get even more clients or maybe more revenue things like that. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. That's that sounds like a super important aspect of time management for freelancers. That's really true. Is, is there another thing you wanted to mention during the podcast? Another mistakes or learning? Okay. Yeah, I can I can share something like uh, I when I was starting with everything, I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself to like to present to people and I was constantly feeling like like an uh, like an imposter that i don't know anything and i was like there there are a lot of things that you learn on a daily basis like you you know something new that that is popping up in the industry because seo is something that that is not like it is not the stable industry it is like changing every single day there are a lot of things that are popping every single day and that that feels like that I don't know anything like, you know, I, I studied, I tried to like, I studied for like maybe six months total maybe more to like get the understanding of, okay, how SEO works and everything. But sometimes it feels like, okay, even if you took the SEO courses and everything to learn how to do SEO, you still don't know anything, you know, and that, that was, that was a very bad feeling. How did you overcome that feeling? I think that feeling vanishes with time and with the confidence. Like, so suppose when you are starting out, like if you are a freelancer, you are starting out and you don't know, like uh, you, you are feeling very stuck and you don't know how to do things and you feel imposter that, okay, you don't know much. But when you, when you actually take on some clients and you do some work and you help some people, then you feel like, okay, you really know something. Okay, so that that confidence obviously like builds up with time. Like when you have helped more people and take on more clients, so that will like obviously take time, but it will it will fade away. Like you know, eventually it will fade away. I understand. You mean it? There is a little bit of being patient and trusting the process. Mm. That's that's if you bear with this discomfort. You, it actually gets better after a while after you do the things. So it's like keep on doing, even though you're not hundred percent confident, and trust in yourself that it's going to get better. And one cannot jump the process and skip a part of it, right? 
that that's true like like even if people around you are saying that okay freelancing is like not the best career you should not do it or you should not have a business or something you should stick to the jobs because they are more stable and the freelancing career is not as stable as the jobs because you have to constantly work on yourself and your business to like to generate more clients and more revenue so even if like if you have the confidence in yourself even if you like you know that okay whatever i'm doing is right and with the time i will like i will make this happen and i will do everything so that confidence like you should just stick with that confidence because that will take you like a long way and that will help you to become the better version of yourself thank you this is so optimistic and positive i really like it thank you thank you um and we are approaching the end of the podcast it's time for our closing questions tell me for for someone who is in a situation today where they want to start freelancing what final advice final sentence would you give them okay so as we have discussed in the like the whole episode the thing is that you should be clear on your side of things you should be clear on what you are offering how you should present yourself how how you will like do the business side of things like the making contracts and everything and if you like if you can you should also like share your progress with the with the world because you if you if you uh, share things like behind the scenes and your progress like how you are doing how you are uh, tackling things uh, that is very important for uh, the people and the potential clients to see that okay you you have a problem solving brain and you can do things differently so like doing things like that and the last thing that is that just believe in yourself like have the faith in yourself to like even if the world is against you you have to be with yourself and be like okay you can do this like you have the confidence so just like make that confidence and like just just do anything you want it's okay the the world will give you everything the universe will give you everything that you desire excellent what words of wisdom thank you pretty for sharing thank you i think i have the same feeling like one should actually try to do the things and i but i really like you very structured um process and you very structured ways of approaching the business and the different sides of the business which are not 100% SEO but also as we have discussed business management and sales and everything yeah that's so cool like like when you understand that there is a lot of things to a business other than SEO then you will like you will your mind will be blown and you will be like wow you have to figure out a lot of things and not just SEO Thank you. Thank you for sharing your wisdom today with us at WTS podcast pretty. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure to be here. And of course, anyone can ask you some follow-up question, I suppose, and you're easy to find everywhere. Yeah, so like you can you can always like find me on LinkedIn and Mastodon and I'm like like you can like find me like on my website. Thank you for being with us today and thank you everyone for listening. 
Anyone who is interested in SEO can join Women in Tech SEO community. You don't have to be a seasoned SEO to join the community. We welcome um, beginners. And we are very active on our Slack channel where everyone can ask questions and answer questions, just like we're doing today uh, with Pretty, but we also do it uh, on Slack. So do join us if you identify as a female and if you are interested in SEO. Today, we have welcomed Pretty Gupta, who discussed everything about freelancing. And I was your host, Iselin Mühlhauser. You can find us on Slack and you can find us on every social media channels. Do get in touch and thank you for being here today and listening to us. See you very soon for the next WTS podcast episode.